Welcome to Jabberjaw. I'm your host, Jessica Dawson Collier. And with me, as always, is Tyson Wheeler-Dinas. Tyson! <laughs> Hi, guys. How's it going? Hi, Jessica. How are you doing? Hi, Tyson, Nika. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I don't ever call her Jessica, so I'm sure that threw her. Uh, yeah, I'm good, actually. Uh, not too bad. It's uh, it's just uh, it's been okay. So, uh, yeah. So let's get into it. What do you want to talk about? You got some hot goss? I don't. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I was, uh, yeah, no, I was outside. I was, I was just outside and I was washing the dog's poop. And uh, <laughs> one of Tyson's favorite pastimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the dogs eats the other dog's poop, and then it's just a, it's a so you gotta like. Oh, it's, it's a whole thing, huh? Yeah, it really is. It's like, you know, we have a we have three dogs, and we have one dog that is the mother of the other dog, and so I don't know if you know this about dogs, but when they have puppies, they clean up their puppies, right? So basically, there's um, you know, the puppies squirt out little bits of shit, and you know, the mom cleans them up, you know, because. It would be chaos if that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, we have a dog that is twice as big as the mother now, and she's still like, I want to eat that shit. And it's like, ugh. <laughs> we have to we have to basically like just you know, it's like it's like a it's like an alert, you know, it's like, okay, there's shit okay. Is he kidding? And then a lot of times the mom dog Bless her heart. I love her, but she'll put her head underneath his asshole while he's shitting, and she gets shit in her hair. No. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So then you well, got Well, and then that screws up your afternoon. Well, it's, you know, caked shit in hair is not a good look and not fun to deal with. So, anyway, we- um... It's not. Take it from me. <laughs> oh, I want to talk about that. But anyway- um, <laughs> but but anyway, uh, you know, we're pretty good. We've kind of got a system now. You know, we just have to keep an eye on when we think Manos is going to poop. And um, anyway, um, but sometimes you just, you're just going to miss it. But anyway, yeah, so I was sitting outside and I was thinking about how dogs strategically poop, you know, in different right. parts, parts of the yard. Now, people probably know this, but we have two Newfoundlands and we have an Australian Shepherd. Now the Australian Shepherd has decided to eat the Newfoundland puppy poop. It's like, oh, what the fuck is going on? Anyway. Really? Yeah. Uh, it's like, uh, come on, guys. But, uh, and I, I've been asking uh, Beth, I was like, how do we fix this? And she's like, yeah, you just got to yell at him. That's all you can do. <laughs> like, but sometimes, you, you know, she has, sometimes she's like, okay, well, here's a method that we can do. You know, clicker training, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's just like, pfft. anyway. Um, but I would, I would. I love that for your neighbors. They just hear, "Hey, stop eating your shit." Yeah, we. we I feel bad because we have dogs on all sides of us. You know, like we have a dog. We we have a backyard, but like we live at the very top of this hill in this neighborhood, and it is the worst because we can see into everyone's yards, like four oh. or five houses down. Yeah. And it, it sucks. If you just go outside and just hang out, uh, you know, then all of a sudden you don't have anything to look at but other people's business. And it's so irritating because you're a lot of times I just sit sideways and I face the side of this house that's next door to us because I know that it looks like I'm not looking at other people. 
but way to cover your tracks. Well, it just sucks, right? So anyway, we have dogs to the right, to to the southeast, to the southwest, and directly to the south of us. And um, you know, they're all great dogs. Um, I don't know. I assume they are. They're fine. Anyway, um, but sure. But anyway, you know, we have one dog that wants to start a. We used to say that she barks at the universe. You know, like she'll go outside and she'll be like, <laughs> she'll start barking at the universe just to get uh-huh. some dog to respond to her from anywhere. Well, see, that's what I was going to ask about because with that many dogs, they're talking to each other. I assume. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I think this is probably, I think this is a known comedy bit, but I think it's probably true, which is when a dog barks at another dog, it just goes, hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. And it's like, okay, we get it. You know, all right, you're, you're, you're yelling at other dogs. But anyway, it reminded me of the story about this, um, this, uh, so my family, this is a real weird thing, but it really did remind me of it. Um, so, um, my family used to farm this place called Whistler's Bend out in Western Kansas. Uh And, and, um, so basically, um, it was this guy named Whistler, and um, Grandpa. My Grandpa told me this story uh, at one point, and he said that like basically, like this guy would like he was known as a sharpshooter. He was a, he was a farmer, but he was also really like a crack shot with a gun. Now we're talking like turn of the century, you know, like twentieth century, so like nineteen hundred right. something like that. And uh, <clears throat> he kept ordering mail order brides from Missouri, which is a thing apparently <laughs> that used to <laughs> I think, uh-huh. I, as I, they did back I, in the day. I think I probably told you the story. Anyway, um, yeah, you did, but I yeah. love it. <laughs> so anyway, um, you know, he would have a new wife, and then they'd be gone in like six months, and um, and then um, you know. Uh, you know, they would ask him and he'd be like, ah, oh, you know, I just can't get along with women. You know, it's just not working. And uh, he had like 12 or 13 of them. And when he died, he left a map of where all his wives, his male or brides were buried on his property because he killed them all. That is so fucked. I know. It's so creepy, right? Like, it's yeah. Like, and then like, I mean, it's like, why even leave the map? You know, like, I, you know, like, right. I guess it's like, but anyway, yeah. So like, there were like these brides scattered all over this land that we used to farm all the time, including myself. I actually used to farm it. Uh, so, you know, uh, you know, go America, I guess. I don't know, but (laughs) I like grandson. I have no, I have no idea where these brides came from. You know, I guess they were like, they probably came up with the Mississippi river from somewhere. I, I have no idea, but anyway, just a strange deal. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, you know, I should sell the rights to that for a television show or a movie. Oh my god, yes. Yes. AMC one of them will pick it up. <laughs> Except I don't I don't have the rights. I should just write a book, I guess, I suppose. Anyway. Yes, go for it. Oh well That's hey. a that's a true story, right? This isn't just your grandfather telling you tall no, tales. It's, it's it's legit, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, so it's a, it's a weird one. Well, get to writing, Tice. Oh, yeah, you know, clack, clack, clack. I got to get up at 6 o'clock in the morning every day and, you know, <laughs> use my writer's powers. You know, as they say, write first thing in the morning, just type out 30 minutes. <laughs> Doesn't have to make sense. Just type it out, and, uh, you know. <laughs> That's one of my favorite bits. Well, 
they didn't do it on an actual computer or typewriter, but uh, Strangers with Candy, when <laughs> Stephen Colbert's character, Chuck Noblet, would be like, let me just add this up. And then he'd grab a calculator and then flop his hand on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. Yeah, he did. He just he did that. He kept that bit going through the Colbert show. Oh yeah, he's still, he's still oh, doing yeah. it now. Still doing it. Yep. Yeah, it's a good bit. It is. <laughs> I appreciate it. You had a big thing happen this week. Uh, uh, you're pregnant, right? No, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh no, wait, no, you're pregnant with new with car. triplets. Oh, and that. Yeah, we got. I'm. I got buns in the oven, and <laughs> no, I don't. God. <laughs> I think I just passed out for a second there. Uh, I can't imagine. Can you? I literally cannot. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, we got a new car. Uh, (laughs) That's exciting stuff, isn't it? It is. It is. So uh, Tyson is one of uh, many friends who told me all the goodness that is Subaru ownership uh, for months. And yeah, so we, we were looking at getting a Toyota 4Runner because we've had a Toyota RAV4 for the past six years, seven years, God, seven years. And uh, it's been a great car overall. Um, But I will say that, I mean, we racked up the mileage to 167,000 miles, I think is, if you round up, that's where we were at. Yeah, no big deal. Uh, But (laughs) it was getting to the point, Tyson, where like, you take it on the highway, and you you were just like, please just get us there. And please just (laughs) get us there. That's all I'm asking. And you weren't quite sure if the seatbelts worked and you weren't quite sure if the airbags would deploy if, uh, you know, you got into an accident. So there are a lot of uh, question marks. But one nice thing to come out of uh, this horrible fucking pandemic is, you know, savings. We've saved a lot of money. So put uh, some of that, a good chunk into it. And uh, yeah, we're pretty happy so far. So good. Jonas just put some badass tires on it, and uh, we're getting a hitch on it. I mean, we're going to be a fucking camping family fools shortly. (laughs) Well, that's great. Hey, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Much better than babies, I have to say. Well, well, it's much easier to service a car than a baby, Um, really. I mean – I think I think all parents know that, that you know there's no dental work to be done on a car, but uh, <laughs> no, that's no. true. But it's interesting, you know, like because I have always had used cars my whole entire life, uh, you know, and and I'm I'm totally Same. I'm totally cool with that. And um, in fact, I'm always hesitant to buy a new car because it's just like, uh, you know, like because somebody Wait. could drive somebody could drive around a lot and we're going back two weeks and it would cost like ten thousand dollars less, you know. But yeah. But there is something about Subarus, which is the only new car that we've ever bought, is that you get that crazy – oh, my God. What is this? Consumer Reports? Anyway, you get this crazy <laughs> you get this crazy good um, uh, warranty, which is just phenomenal. Yeah. yeah the so warranty is insane. Yeah. So I don't know. I'll still probably buy used cars. Uh, you know, I like, I like the idea of buying um, uh, used cars because – well, you know, I'm – cheap as fuck right uh, but also like you know the idea is uh 
But there is something wonderful about buying a new car that like is just like pristine and awesomeness. Did oh you, my god! Yes. How, how, I, how is the stereo in it? I had stereo's had it. great. That's so funny. That was one of the first things Jonas did. <laughs> we got it. He's like, "Copy, check out." That's my nickname. Copy, check out these speakers. And I was like, "Oh man, this is actually really good." <laughs> And also in comparison to our last car, which if you turn it up to an 11, you could hear the speakers rattle <laughs> inside <laughs> the car. So bad. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it is. It's a very weird thing. I think we're both it, like I'll catch us in the car and both of us will like see a speck of dust and we'll wipe it off. You know, like that's something I've never done with any car I've ever owned. So it is a very uh strange world we're in but we're happy to be in it well you know that's that's a good that's i'm sure that'll last for five thousand miles and then <laughs> and at some point you'll like realize that you've dropped a lot of french fries in between the seats and then you'll be like oh, I, know. Okay. I don't know yeah but you know that's it well that's just how it goes that's great but congratulations on your new car Thanks, Tyson. Uh, yeah, we're excited. Can't wait to give you guys a ride. Everyone <laughs> listens to this podcast. <laughs> so uh, what else is going on with you? Uh, what else? Oh, we've been doing this thing. I don't think I told you, but uh, we just wrapped it up this weekend. Jonas and I decided to watch. Well, Jonas really decided and I said, yeah, that sounds good. Um, we watched the Marvel movies in chronological order. Yeah. Uh, and that was, uh, very fun actually. Yeah. Oh, I, I obviously. Yeah. Well, I, I know like you, you love Marvel movies, right? I do. Well, I love Marvel comics. So I, you know, so I can't yeah, there it is. love the movies, you know, but yeah, uh, we tried to do that before, um, before the end game movie came out. Right. And we got pretty far through it um but then you know it takes a long time it does take a lot of time but i feel like if you know it was one of those things are we ever going to do this uh might as well just choose this time when we're kind of stuck indoors now had you seen all of them before or did you see something you hadn't seen before well so i thought i had seen all of them but then i didn't see the ant-man versus wasp which I actually, or or not versus, but Ant Man and Wasp. Uh, I like that more than Ant Man, and I was kind of surprised by that. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, oh my god, nerd time. So um, do it, nerd out. This okay. is this is what I like to do with Tyson. <laughs> so here's it's a funny. It's not a funny story. It's a nerd story. But you know, the original guy who wrote the script. Uh, and was going to direct it was Edgar Wright, who was the director of uh, Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead and all that oh, stuff. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And so he was going to do a heist movie, right? Which cool. That sounds great, right? Yeah. But uh, but the Marvel people were like, you can't change the history of Ant Man that much. Make this happen. And so he he bowed out, which is. I mean, how awesome would that have been to see an Edgar Wright Marvel movie? That would have been so good. So yeah. Anyway, so anyway, the guy Peyton uh, or Reed Peyton Reed, I think is his name, the director of uh, the first Ant Man and the second Ant Man. He inherited a script that he had to kind of fix, and so, um, so yeah, it's it, 
the second one actually is way better, I think, because it's yes, I agree. Because he had control over the story from day one, you know. And there is a third Ma- Ant Man movie coming out um, pretty soon. Is there um, really? Yeah, I and, that. and I think it's going to open up. Um, uh, you know what? You know, this is too nerdy for everyone. But anyway, uh, you know. But uh, I'm excited. We have to a see lot that. of nerds that listen to the podcast, so it's fine. Continue. We have six people listening to podcasts, and (laughs) statistically, twenty-eight percent of them are nerds. So, uh, (laughs) so yeah. But anyway, but yeah, there's there's going to be a third one, and they're going to. I think in the third one, they're going to set up. You know, at the end of the second one, right? He goes into the microverse. You know. Yes. So the big bad, the next Thanos, is going to be coming out of that microverse in the third movie i think so oh so like we it, probably put alert, one of those alert. in front of that sorry I guys know. well hit it one more time okay alert alert it's gonna be kang the conqueror and if anyone knows who that is um good for you uh so, <laughs> yeah uh, we did. We tried to do the uh, before we went and saw the last Star Wars movie, the Rise of Skywalker, or whatever it was called. Uh, we we did watch all eight of the movies. Oh shit! How was but, that? Well, you know, some of those prequels are pretty rough, so we ended up watching yeah. rip track versions of those, and that made it. That made it, <laughs> that made it a lot easier. Uh, nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. I and I, I you know my favorite. Of the Star Wars movies is the middle one that everyone hates so much. Um, Which one? Uh, I don't know. The Last Jedi, or I don't. I don't know what it was. It was, uh, but it was the one where they're like, "This one sucks," you know. I nerd them. Oh, the one that everyone always shits on. Yeah, that I'm was like, easily oh. easily my favorite movie out of all three of them. Like it was so good, and it was like, uh, you know, I just I just really liked that movie. In fact, I, if, of the three new movies, I mean, that's the one I if I'm gonna watch a Star Wars movie, I'll go watch that one. Go uh, watch that one. Yeah, I mean, the critics liked it, but you know, um, you know, you can't you can't make the nerds happy all the time. Uh, no, you cannot. You, you, can, you can't do it. Uh, Jesus Jones, it's unbelievable. That's all. I'm saying. <laughs> hey, welcome to February. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's actually pretty cool. I think I may uh, tell Jonas that we should do the Star Wars movies next. We're trying we, to decide what to do next. Well, the Star Wars movies are pretty good. I mean, if you want to plex it out, I've got all of them on Rift Tracks, so you could do it that way, which is kind of fun, a way to do it. Um, but you have to like that sort of that sort of style of television, I guess. Uh, you know, I do. I, I enjoy it. I know you do. <laughs> I I like it too. I I don't know if Jonas does. I'm on. I I feel like he doesn't. But maybe we'll try one of them. Oh well, yeah, I mean, I mean, it got us through. Uh, it got us through uh, Attack of the Clones. So you know, like, <laughs> 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 that, was, that was that was a good piece. Anyway, yeah. I honestly, I I just. You know, with Star Wars, I just like it. It's fine. I'm not going to geek out on it. But I do like what Disney and Jon Favreau are doing with The Mandalorian a lot. Me too. I feel like a lot more than the movies. Yeah. I'm okay saying that. Yeah. Sorry, nerds. 
No, no, no. I think every nerd would agree with you. They would just be like, that's that's the way to do it. So, and I agree with it. I think it's been great. And we watched it, you know, you know, hat in hand, you know, like, oh, like as soon as it popped up, we were like, okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's Friday for night, sure. let's do it. Um, and, you know, we're doing that same thing with WandaVision now, but, you know, like the, uh, but, you know, when Mandalorian was happening, we we're like, yes, okay, yes, okay. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah, that was one we were really excited about. And then the first season was great. And then the second season started out a little slow and both of us got nervous. But then, man, they really picked it up at the end. The finale to the second season, uh, both of us were little puddles of <laughs> tears on the ground. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was really good. I was really uh, – that episode where Bill Burr was in and he went and – and on he uh, fucking killed it that was one of the best scenes yeah where they're, really, when they're in the cafeteria that i've seen in that show and bill burr do that guy and, has it was, and it was in a cafeteria i was just like jesus christ this is awesome like you know it was just such a weird moment like and i was yeah. like this is awesome you know yeah uh, it was <laughs> so yeah um and they're doing i guess they're gonna go ahead and do the next so they're gonna do the boba fett series and they're gonna do the Mandalorian series at the same time because they've split up the teams. So um, uh, I believe so. Yeah, I think you're a, correct. That, that's fun. Um, you know, excited to see that. I am too. We're I trust trying, them. I do too. I, you know, Dave Fellini or Filoni or whatever his name is. Um, Baloney. Filoni. You know what you should watch if you haven't watched it. Um, do you have Do you have a uh, Disney Plus? Yes, we do. Um, well, and by we, I mean my stepsister-in-law has it, and we rip off of it. Hey, Lauren, I get shout so, out. I get screwed on that whole deal. My whole family is ripping me off, and no one <laughs> will share anything with me. <laughs> so irritating. I can honestly say I don't have a single other family member's password, but I can name at least six people in my family that have my password. Anyway, no uh, well, actually, two of them are just friends. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, uh, but yeah, like, oh, that's irritating. But anyway, yeah, the um, there's a behind the scenes thing about the first series of Mandalorian. Oh, you, cool! Did you watch? Have you should no. absolutely watch it. It is as interesting as the Mandalorian. It is no re- shit, I yeah, bet it is. It is yeah, really good. Now the second season is not so interesting. It's neat, but it's not so interesting. But the first season is fascinating. It's like a roundtable about, you know what star wars is and oh sick yeah it's really good yeah i mean Wait, a round table is it kind of uh similar to what favreau did with what was that dinner with friends or some shit yeah, yeah. do you remember it's, that it's, yeah it's, it's very much like that except that they you know they intersect it with like um you know shots of how they did you know the all the technology and oh nice yeah but but the, the discussions in and of themselves has got kathleen kennedy and dave filoni and you know like uh taiko waititi waititi is there and you know like just all these guys and it's it's really good i fucking love taika i he did my favorite marvel movie p.s oh well that's a great movie actually and he's <laughs> he's filming he's filming the next store right now yeah uh, yeah, so that's fun because Natalie it Portman, Natalie Portman's gonna be Thor in the new movie. So. Is she really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
It's based on a it's based on a comic book story where she actually becomes Thor, and it's fascinating. Like it's the Are story you in the serious? comic book. Yeah, in the in the in the comic book, it's oh, an I amazing you're story. Joking. I'm yeah, not. I'm... No, no, no. She really will. She'll be Thor in the new movie. Um, no shit. Yeah. So it's a uh... weird. <laughs> yeah, it's a little follow up to the old fat Thor, you know, that comes in the. Oh my god, I love, love, love fat Thor. Way <laughs> more than fucking twelve pack Thor. <laughs> He's fantastic. Yeah. No, no. Uh, Thor three was great. Thor two is a little bit of a a dirge, but again, that was another one where they hired um, somebody to do that movie. Patty Jenkins was actually going to do that movie, and she's famous Ugh. for. Wonder Woman and you know Hurt Locker and all that kind of stuff. Also, she was married to James Cameron for a while, but um, that's not why she's famous. But uh, <clears throat> uh, kind of, I I liked Hurt Locker. I shouldn't say ugh. Sorry, people. I I like Hurt Locker. I like her. I just don't like the newest Wonder Woman. Sorry. Uh, it's fine. You know, like I've watched it three times. I can't get my head. I like the first one better. Um, I kind of I like the thing. I like the second one, but you know, like um. You know, it was kind of disappointing. Anyway, that doesn't really matter. Anyway, it doesn't. She she uh she was hired to do Thor too, and then she left because she was having issues with Marvel. And when I you know I said that was a previously. I feel like that's a theme because. Well, well, no. Here's here's what happened. So like, the okay. Oh my god, it's so nerdy. Yeah. Okay. So. Nerd out. So, Ties it. <laughs> so it's like when you tell Hulk to smash. This is <laughs> this is when Tyson's superpower comes. So out. this guy Ike Perlmutter, I think that's how you pronounce his name, was he owned Revlon, and Marvel went into bankruptcy in the late 1990s, and he bought Marvel. And his previous experience, really? yeah. So his previous experience with business was he, he owned Revlon. <laughs> so, so, so yeah. anyway his deal was he would come in and and basically tell because marvel was separate from before it was with disney marvel was separate but they had a distribution deal with paramount so they had a distribution with paramount a deal that was like basically like um okay we'll do i think it was five or ten films you know and we'll produce them but you'll just dis- distribute them right. and um and he was part of this all-star team of people that were really, you know, like the gatekeepers, capers, gatekeepers of, um, you know, Marvel IP, you know. So, like, they wouldn't let Spider-Man have, you know, like, you know, organic web slingers anymore. You know, he had to use the right. thing that he built. And, I mean, there's some good people on it. It was like uh, Brian Michael Bendis and Joey Asada and, you know, people know – no one knows who I'm talking about. Anyway, um, <laughs> But he he did he would step in and be like, no, we're not going to do this. Now this guy has been ousted since then. Like he's been basically like kicked out of Marvel because Disney owns it, and they're just like fuck you. Kevin Feige, who's like the mastermind behind all of Marvel, he he basically said you got to get rid of. He went to Bob Iger and said you got to get rid of this guy because he's just fucking up everything. And so they did. They got rid of him. Now this guy is also famous for starting a, a slanderous campaign against his neighbor. He lives on Mar-a-Lago and he's a, he's a what? Trump friend. <laughs> yeah. He's a Trump friend, but he lived there before he was president. But anyway, he, um, 
no, sorry, before Trump was president. But he's he's like kind of famous for like his wife would print up flyers and be like, this guy's a bad neighbor and would put them on like other people's cars, you know, like not the nicest guy in the world. Also kind of, you know, like, what a douchebag, super entitled asshole. Anyway, um, but yeah, no, but now that that guy's gone, there's a lot less of, uh, you know, this this weird issues with like directors and things like that. So anyway, in Thor two, <clears throat> they hired one of the guys from the was in, you know executive producer creator of uh, Game of Thrones. But again, oh, but again, but that's again, that's interesting. It makes sense. But again, right? You, there's a little bit of Game of Thrones feel to very much too. so, yeah. But again, he inherited a script that he uh-huh. didn't write, and then he had to just do the best he could with what he had, right? And right. so, so that's how you end up with a couple subpar Marvel movies, you know. But uh, it's, I think they've got the machinery down now. Um, I hope it's not too good because. Uh, you know, I like the idea. I think they do a nice job. But anyway, it's you know, I've been talking about this for fifteen minutes, so apologies, everyone. <laughs> you know what? I honestly, in my head, I was like, he okay, he's definitely going to go down this road for fifteen minutes, fifteen twenty minutes. <laughs> I was right. You were right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun facts with Tyson. That those were all really great. I. Yeah, I love the trivia around it because that was one thing that Jonas was talking about while we were watching some of the earlier Marvel movies was, uh, you know, a lot of people are backing out and a lot of actors, too, um, including directors. So that makes a whole lot of sense. Well, uh, what's his name? The guy uh, from Iron Man 1, um, uh, the, um, the black guy that was replaced by Don Cheadle. Uh, oh yeah, Terrence Howard. Yeah, he got like fucking like straight up canned because he wanted more money, and they're like, "No, that nope. fucking sucks." Uh you know what? I don't like him, so I'm fine with Don Cheadle being you know there. But I I, I like Don Cheadle way more. But I, mean, I think he. It still seems like it was kind of a, it seems like he probably got a wrong deal, a raw deal on that kind of thing. But um, but yeah, like uh, <laughs> you know who didn't was Robert Downey Jr. That guy made fucking bank as iron man yes he did uh that guy was smart he was very smart he was basically the the george lucas of marvel <laughs> movie. and he was like uh i want oh points my god on, so I want, true i want points on the back and i want merchandising and you know all that kind of crap and uh i one time saw i one time saw him being interviewed on uh television and he was wearing this t-shirt and it was just this vintage west coast avengers t-shirt which was basically just uh, which was a comic book uh in the i guess late 80s um one of my favorites from the late 80s and um and i was like i want that t-shirt and i went online and it was like i found two one was 150 dollars and one was 450 dollars. no <laughs> and i was like i don't want the t-shirt that bad i guess uh, <laughs> i guess i could probably Never mind. i could probably just take the cover of Avengers West Coast Avengers one and take it to a, a t-shirt shop and be like I know whatever just make it um but and then I never did but whatever um but yeah he made tons of money and he like didn't Brady say that he gave out watches you know um, uh I believe so yeah I think you're right on the are, set of which Iron Man it was I think it was no it was a 
It was a Spider- was it- Spider-Man, I think, because it was when he was on Spider-Man. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. You're, you are correct. Yep. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, hey, look, that's goodwill, man. If you got that kind of money, then, you know. And he does. I mean, Homeboy was making, what, $80 million by the third movie? Yeah. (laughs) What do you think? What did you think about? Oh, my God. Marvel. It might as well be a Marvel podcast at this point. What did you think? (laughs) So so what did you think of Iron Man 2 and Iron Man 3? Because those are kind of the most, aside from the Hulk, did you watch the Hulk movie? Uh, Yes. We watched uh, the one with Edward Norton, the original. And you then, would, yeah, you wouldn't I, like me. You wouldn't like you wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. You know, that great yeah. one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually Mark Ruffalo. I I like him as Hulk much better. And Hulk, I, I like the progression of Hulk as uh, CGI. It just gets better and better and better. By this time, Endgame is there. It's like, oh man, you guys really perfected it. Well done. Yeah. Um, I. I will say I like the Iron Man movies. I love Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. He's fantastic. I don't know if I like the second one. Is that the one where, uh, oh, God. That's uh, uh, his girlfriend. It, she, well, which one that, is that? That's the one with Black Panther, and um, it's got um, it's got the guy with the whips, uh, the guy that, the guy that played uh, the rest. Need of, to consult with our uh, producers real quick. Here. Uh, you know, not Rucker Howard, but um, you know, the guy that you know, the guy with the whips, uh, the Russian right. guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Whiplash is his comic book name, but anyway, that was the second one, and then the third one is the one where they have the Mandarin. Mickey Rourke played that whip. Mickey Rourke guy, right? Yeah. Um, I you know I actually liked all three Iron Man movies just fine, um, but. Uh, and I actually thought the second one was better than a lot of people gave it credit for. But again, I'm an Uber fan. Well, I, I got those movies mixed up. So I thought the whip one was the third one. I apologize. I uh, liked the whip one a lot, actually. I liked it more than the third one. I felt yeah, like I'll- the third one, I was like, all right. One thing I like about Iron Man is that, you know, I don't know. it The way it started out. Um, was exciting because Guy Pierce, like you see him and he's like this nerdy little weirdo who wants to hang out with Tony Stark and all this stuff. And then he gives him the finger and then obviously it sets up the entire movie after that. Um, but I was expecting more long story short. It wasn't as exciting as the second one or the first one. First one's probably my favorite. Oh, the first one is like, uh, actually like a near perfect, movie um, right for, for that kind of stuff you know like yeah yes really yeah and they took a big chance on uh using um robert Downey jr which but i mean it paid off like completely oh uh, big time um, <laughs> in my brain now i'm like there's nobody else who can play tony stark that was just perfect casting well and that's weird it's interesting because like you know like you know i still actively read comic books uh when i have moments and um you know the uh you know, now I hear his voice when I read the, you know, the comic books. It's his voice now. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So it's a, you know, it's like when you see a picture of uh, Futurama, and, you know, and you're like, you can 
you hear their voices, you know, <laughs> you know, in your head, you know, or any kind of cartoon or any kind of television show, anything like that. Um, well, that's uh, that's awesome. I, I uh, um, <laughs> uh, wait, I have a, I have a question for you, Tice. Okay. So, do you think so? You know, with Robert Downey Jr. giving out free watches on the set because he's a good guy. Do you think that Gwyneth Paltrow gave out uh, free candles that smell like her vagina on the set of uh, Endgame? <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not think that she did that, <laughs> and it's not because it's not because she, it's because she's cheap. That's why I think that. <laughs> yep, good call. What is, what good answer. Is a real mess. Like she, she it, is God. She, that episode, like, um, she did an episode of like that cooking show with John Favreau, and she had forgotten that she was in Spider Man or had ever been in Spider Man or had ever. Or had ever met the guy, you know, who Tom Holland, who played Spider Man, and then um, no, are you yeah, kidding then, right now? No, and then like Stan, watch <laughs> Stan Sebastian, who was the Winter Soldier, you know, uh, Bucky, yeah. and he's been in movies with her, and he was like, he was made, he he met her at least three times. And then he ran into her on a uh, red carpet and she's like, Oh, and who are you? And he was like, Oh, you know, I'm Sam Sebastian. And she's like, Oh yeah, it's nice to meet you. Are you in Marvel movies too? I mean, like she's fucking, she doesn't no. Bubble. Um, <laughs> That's I funny. That I do, I, me up. But you're right. You're right. I know why you brought that up. I do want that candle. Maybe not her candle, but I do want, uh, uh, Tyson, of all the candles in this giant world of ours, that is a candle you should have for your collection. I agree. <laughs> My collection includes the bedazzler and the singing bass <laughs> and the trumpy bear. And uh, it needs a candle that literally says on the front of it, this candle smells like my vagina. Uh, I <laughs> I love mean, Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't know if it says love Gwyneth Paltrow, but <laughs> but it does say that on the outside of the candle. So yes, I mean, it does. And I think I mentioned this because uh, we were talking about this, but I, I uh, privately, you know, but um, you know, I, I pointed out the fact that if I had a candle that smelled like a vagina in high school, I would have never gotten anything done. <laughs> I would have just, I would have just been like, you light did. the candle. Uh, <laughs> you want to come out and play some golf? No, I got a candle thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, it's time to eat. Yeah, 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 yeah. in the bathroom again with that goddamn candle lit. <laughs> wow, it smells interesting in here, Tyson. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it does. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Is that when people started calling you the man oh. when <laughs> in your fraternity? <laughs> 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 I don't know. I was waiting for that. Anyway, um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vagina candle. Vagina uh, candle. I will vagina. say though, <laughs> I do like Gwyneth Paltrow as Pepper in those movies too. Yeah, she was. She. I thought she was great. And did you watch all the Spider-Man movies too? You know when the when. Yeah, she was. Mine in those too. Apparently, she can't remember being in them, but yeah, you're great, Gwyneth. <laughs> well, you know, Apple is, uh, you know, he's almost getting ready to go to college, so she's got to deal with that. Uh, <laughs> you know, she also has to deal with the fact that Apple is fucking gorgeous and <laughs> young 
and doesn't have any wrinkles. So sorry for your troubles. <laughs> I, 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 you know, uh, we were, uh, Beth and I were talking about uh, Machine Gun Kelly because he was on Saturday Night Live um, uh-huh. this week. And, uh, you know, I was kind of just, I was like, you know, they sound like a band, but they're not a band because it's named Machine Gun Kelly. And he also only high-fived two of the people in his band after the show. Uh, and, you know, and I was kind of like, this sounds like they should be a band, but it's obviously a project, you know, so he's Machine Gun right. Kelly. Um, and I'd never seen him perform before. I had heard a couple of the songs on the radio here and there. Um, and then um, she looked him up and she's like, oh, his parents were missionaries, blah, blah, you know. And she's like, oh, and by the way, uh, apparently he's dating uh, Megan Fox. And I was like, yeah, I know. Uh. I knew that. And she's like, how'd you know that? I'm like, because I scroll through Apple News every day and I see dumb shit like that all the fucking time. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh, Machine Gun Kelly. I don't even know who that is. He's fucking. Yeah, who the fuck is that? Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then it just. you know, and so like, so we were just talking about, you know, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, and I saw that uh, Dakota Johnson, uh, son of, uh, you know, or sorry, daughter of uh, Melanie Griffith and uh, Don Don Johnson, Johnson. Mm-hmm. is dating Chris Martin now. Yep. So I hate that I know that I. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. I hate. I said you do have the hot goss. I do, and I hate it. <laughs> I, I was like a little bit of th- you know, like I'm like saving articles about how they finally figured out, you know, like you know what happened with a certain species of Neanderthal, and then all of a sudden my brain is full of things like, oh, you know. It looks I'd like-, like to take this opportunity to personally thank Apple News just for this. <laughs> it's like, oh look. Uh, Artie Johnson was caught doing whippets in a casino back then. And I'm like, why the fuck do I know that? Like, I don't know. That. That's not true. I don't know. But you know, it's the same kind of level of shit. You don't need to know that. You know? No, like, of course not. It sticks to my brain like a fucking dirty cleaner. All of that <laughs> shit. It's like People Magazine, Perez Hilton. Who gives a shit? It's all in the who gives a shit category. Yeah. Get lives. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's fine. I mean, there's a whole industry built around the hot costs, as you say. But, <laughs> but you know, I shouldn't. I shouldn't be involved in that. That's not. That's my thing. That's, I Tyson, that's that's what makes you hip. All right. So <laughs> it used to be that I was good at music. Now I like, <laughs> I know who still. Nope. It is it is not that you play multiple instruments, anything like that. <laughs> no, it's just- it, it is that you know Megan Fox. Is banging Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. And, the uh, fuck that is. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly, by the way, you know, like, I was, I was like, he fell off the stage at the end of Saturday Night Live, and I was like, that's perfect. That, that Did was, he really? Yeah, he tried oh, to pick up Pete and then, like, he just fell off the side. And I was like, yeah, it's about right. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. We that's were good. watching one of the songs, like the second song, and uh, Beth's like, you think this is about losing somebody to COVID? I'm like, no fucking way this is about somebody losing <laughs> like song about some shit. It's probably not even true. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that deep. Uh, wait, how did John Krasinski do? He was a host, right? Yeah, he was fine. He was serviceable. He was, 
I hate to say he didn't break out like any kind of, but they didn't give him any characters to really break out. So he did a, um, have you watched it yet? Uh, I have not. No. Okay. Well, there's a thing you, I almost sent you the clip they do on weekend update. They do a bit about, uh, uh, Martin Sorgsacy and Fran Lebowitz. Uh, yes. Yeah. And they, they really like lay into it. It's pretty funny. Fantastic. Um, yeah. So you should definitely check that out. Um, yeah. But it was uh, it was fine. They did a nice thing about the my pillow guy. On, uh... But anyway, John Krasinski, um, uh, he was he was good. He did my favorite skit that he did was a he was a pitch man, a classic pitch man for Subway. Um, oh, <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, it was, it was it was funny, and he was using a pretty thick accent, which I like. Oh, I knew I was going to ask you. What? Jesus Jones, you're unbelievable. Um, <laughs> Two-in-one podcast. Oh, I just, Amazing. I, You're I, welcome, I, world. I missed it last week, so I had to get one more. Yeah, minute. you got picked uh, up for it. I got it. Uh, so uh, on, um, on TikTok, which is something that I look at sometimes now. Um, I do too, unfortunately. Um, they had this girl in New York who uh, – she, you know, I hate to call it the walk of shame, but she, she spent – she called it the walk of shame. So she spent the night with a guy – and then she realized when she woke up, you know, as classic, you know, hookups go, she didn't know exactly where she was. Fair enough. We've all been there. Um, yep. And uh, she was going to go out the front door, but she realized that a bunch of people were like moving stuff into the the apartment. Uh-huh. And so she decided to go down 10 flights of, of the fire escape uh, to avoid <laughs> going out. And then, <laughs> That's the laugh I wanted to hear. That's the one. <laughs> and so anyway, so she got to the very bottom and she didn't know that you had to kick that the last piece, the last ladder down. She no. thought, she thought it was broken. So she had to go all the way back up, open the window, wake up the guy and then do the walk of shame in front of everybody else. Um, so it made me think, uh, being as you have been in New York, <laughs> oh God, have you, what was your what was your best or worst walk of shame? And it doesn't have to be yours. It could be a friend's. What's the best one you ever heard? <laughs> uh, I won't say who this is. It could be me. It could be one of my friends. <laughs> That's fine. Plausible deniability. We covered this last week. <laughs> but this person, uh, we'll call her Tina, uh, was... <laughs> Hooking up with this guy in Harlem uh, for a while. I would say uh, she, I believe she called him her booty call for at least six months. And so anyway, uh, this girl, Tina, was also starting her career uh, and had her first big uh, professional trip planned. Uh to go look at uh, student portfolios at a very <laughs> prestigious Blew that wide open. advertising school. <laughs> okay. I d- this is a friend. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so Tina uh, was heading out, uh, you know, of the airport that Monday. And so this is, I guess, uh, Sunday after hanging out with this person on Saturday. 
uh, went to the bathroom and realized that she had on Sunday a bunch of hickeys on her neck. A bunch. Like, not just one. Like, a lot. And it looked like someone had beat up her neck. And so then Tina got pissed at uh, this person. And he was nice enough to give her a white button-up shirt that she could wear. (laughs) And she took him up on that offer. And then uh, Tina did the walk of shame uh, (laughs) to the subway station that was close by, but had to walk a block and a half while being called honky uh, (laughs) by multiple people in Harlem. That was a fun day for Tina. She also went to a Dwayne Reed and picked up a lot of concealer. (laughs) Uh, Wow, that's pretty good. (laughs) I I don't know, Tina. Sorry, sorry, girl. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Uh, What about you, Tyson? You've lived in some bit. You lived in Orlando. You gotta have a fun story. I don't have a. I don't really have a walk of shame story. Uh, I guess for like it's usually just girls, but I feel like some guys have had it. Oh well, I mean, I I'm sure that I'm sure that lots of guys have it, but uh, I don't really have one. I mean, I have a. I have various other (laughs) stories, but I don't have anything specific to the walk of shame. but uh, you know it's uh, you know you know I, I I hate that term because I feel like it it's uh, I feel like it that's not fair to the person that's doing the walk of shame. But uh, there is it is it is culturally renowned as something that everyone knows exactly what you're talking about. Oh, everyone, absolutely everyone. <laughs> so yeah, uh, uh, no, I don't really have one of those. I mean, luckily they. And I, you know, I tried to make an escape route, you know, out of my house. Um, I will say that one time a girl left a Gap sweater at my house. I don't remember who it was. Uh-huh. Uh, and I wore that thing forever. I loved it. No way. Yeah. Uh, it's the thing. Well, when you have girls spend the night or something, they leave stuff. And then you have you yeah, have like a little box, a box of stuff. And then, uh, you know, and then you're like. Oh well. I don't Some know. girls try to do this uh, as a form of trapping you into a relationship. Yeah, uh, I don't. I think everybody was just like, "That's good, Tyson. We're done here." No, uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Thank uh, you for your time, sir. <laughs> that was great, but you know what? Uh, okay. Um, but no, I had I had a box of clothing. And then, you know, I lived with five other guys. So if we would have combined our boxes of clothing, we would have mostly my clothing because they weren't doing that much work. But anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> none of them listen. Well, one of them listens to the podcast. So he, he probably had a box. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's just shit that got left over. I mean, when I was, uh, oh, yeah, when I was, uh, <laughs> When I was moving my wife before, right after, eh, pretty much we were dating for like four or five months and um, she moved out of her house uh, and then she moved into my duplex because we were working at the same place at the same time. And so I helped her. Uh, she was also your boss at the time. Yeah. Yeah. It was all that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I think people know that. But anyway, yeah. I love it. I love bringing it up. Go on. <laughs> so anyway, uh, she was, uh, so I was cleaning out like her like closet area and I was pulling stuff down and I pulled down these like size 18 flip flops and I was like, and she wears a five and a half. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, who is this gentleman? And uh, she's like, oh, just give me those. Give me those. <laughs> I was like, that guy must have been busted. Hung. Must have been hung like a horse. Jesus Christ! <laughs> but, uh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, my wife. What do you call it? Hanging schlong. <laughs> my wife did it right. She got divorced from her high school sweetheart, and then she just fucking went out and she dated a bunch of dudes, and you know, like, and had the time of her life and then good yeah it was good. Her. i love that it was exactly the way to do it because then by the time yeah. she met G, me she was like oh you know you're pretty awesome and these other guys have been iffy at best so you know it worked out well but i remember her face when she saw me holding the the flip flops and she's like give me those you know like oh i yep yep oh that's like good fun, you know, that's like really good it's like finding somebody <laughs> Like if she would have, she helped me clean out my house. If she found out like a bikini top in my room, she'd be oh like, for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what That's this? definitely. What is this? Uh, a pair of thong underwear, something. In the I, house. Did, I, should, I should, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like uh, I should point out that she let me know today that she made it through uh, the entire uh, Nick Cage uh, podcast, and she doesn't hey, want. She doesn't want. She doesn't want a prize. But, you know, she just wanted, you know, and I said, well, in the annals of, you know, Jabberjaw, we will write your name in the sky as someone who made it all the way through. Ah. <laughs> she, was, she was like, she was like, you know, you need to post that to like his Twitter feed. He's like, not to get it him to like respond, but like just to get some people to might listen to it. And weirdly enough, his, his new movie, the one that I'm pretty interested about is actually, it was, uh. It was debuted yesterday at the uh-huh. Toronto f- or the Sundance Film Festival online. Oh! And it's going to be played tomorrow night, and it's fifteen dollars, and I might watch it. Oh um, shit! Yeah, send I me mean, a link. That sounds like fun, actually. It's supposed to be the craziest one he's been in yet. So. Oh, crazier than Mandy. Yeah, yeah. Same okay, pro- okay. Same, same producers that did Mandy and did The Color Out of Space. So, oh, yes, I'm yeah. down. So 15 bucks to I'll watch. Give you, I'll give them $20. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I don't go to movies anymore. That might be really worth it. So uh, I'll send you the You know link. what? I feel like B and I are on the same page because I, after the Nick Cage challenge, I was like, we have to get this in his hands somehow. Yeah. Well, my, yeah. I would enjoy it. I think you would really like it. And well, then possibly you, Nick Cage could come on our podcast <laughs> and then we'll just finally fucking blow up. <laughs> It'll finally happen. Uh, well, I, I think even, you know, she pointed out, she's like, it doesn't even have to be him. It could literally be um, any of his followers. Could yeah, be. true. Like, so it might be worth doing. So I'm going to put that in your hands because you're, you're. All right. Our, I'll our take care expert. of it. You're our media expert. And I'm so lazy. I can barely walk around the house. So. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> uh, who made the sound clips for a Nick Cage challenge? Uh, Tyson did. Well. So give yourself some goddamn credit. Great. I did six six minutes of work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So 
tell me, uh, what do you, uh, what do you think about this? Uh, okay, just briefly. So, did you see that Trump fired his whole legal team yesterday? Uh, yes, I did. And he's hired some new people. One guy um, chose. I've not seen the new hires. One guy is famous for not trying to uh, prosecute. Uh, he's a DA, former DA, who decided he wasn't going to prosecute uh, Bill Cosby. Uh, what? <laughs> and the oh, other, that seems right. Yep. Yeah. And the other guy was uh, one of the defense team for Jeffrey Epstein during his problems. Wow. And also one of the last guy apparently talked to Epstein uh, about defending him hours before he was found dead. So <sighs> it seems like he's got the you know the right people for this good gig. Oh and, yeah, they're perfect. And I hope absolutely. I hope that he tries to bring up the fact that the election was stolen from him because then it's going to make everybody else be like, "Oh shit, we were going to let you off, but yeah, now we can't." Uh, <laughs> so I hope that happens. I'm very excited about that actually. I am excited about next that week. Too. Are we excited? Are we excited? Maybe we should. Maybe we should live blog it. Um, I feel like we should. I feel like we have to. <laughs> all right, we need to figure out how to do that. But we should. Oh, all right, let's uh, let's get Smith on the horn. We'll figure it out. We'll have a yeah. little brainstorming session. We'll definitely bring Smith in for this. This will be a, yeah. Definitely a Smith. Uh, <laughs> when there's impeachment, there needs to be. Oh a well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to bring in Smith. I'm super excited because I, I had to watch the last impeachment when I was at the office. Um, which was fine. I mean, I brought in donuts, everybody, you know. That's right. Everybody, everybody <laughs> knew I was excited. Uh, but not everybody, but most of them. And so I can actually watch it from home now because I work from home. And that is very exciting as well. I'm, I'm very excited. I'm think, I have an extra TV downstairs. And I'm thinking about mounting it in my office so I can see it at big screen. Oh, that's dedication. Yeah, you should. It's going to be a fucking shit show. I can't wait. Oh my god, it really is. It and really he's gonna he's is. gonna get off. Doesn't matter, but it's he's gonna of course. He's gonna look like the worst guy. So I just super excited about it. Super super excited. <laughs> oh yeah, we gotta we gotta figure that out. And make it happen. <laughs> um, Tice, I have a a question before we do plugs. Um. So what are you guys going to make for the Super Bowl, food-wise? Have you talked about it? That is a – it's funny that you mentioned that because that is an ongoing debate that is happening right now. Oh, okay. So uh, Beth is, is being kind – we're on mostly plant-based stuff right now. You know? I know. That's why I was wondering. I was like, what are you going to be making? So Wonton, we're, nachos? We're going to make um, – I think we're going to make kale slushies. No. Um, she said <laughs> – <laughs> she said that we can make whatever I want. So she keeps sending me, uh, she keeps texting me, um, uh, you know, different options. So a, okay. mu a muffaletto, uh, my current favorite right now, um, and it's still a little bit of time left, but uh, a muffaletto um, ham, cheese, salami, olive, uh, baked fresh. Sounds like, I think that's my favorite. Um, but, and, and we use you a know, muffaletta like, sandwich. Yeah, except in the form the of like a, except in the form of like a calzone. Oh, oh, yeah. So like sounds uh, pretty good. It, yeah, it could be. It could, I mean, I actually don't mind muffaletto that much. Um, and then there's like ham and cheese sliders, and then there was this 
uh, cheeseburger uh, stromboli I found, and I don't know. I, I don't know. But, you know, my favorite thing to eat at any game situation is wings. Um, but oh, we don't, same. But we don't really have the... We don't really have the mechanisms to fry wings. I mean, we can we can steam them and bake them, but it's not quite the same. Um, I mean, they're still good, but they're just not. It's not the same. Uh, what are you thinking? Are you gonna? Well, uh, I think we're gonna do uh, lingua tacos, which is beef tongue for oh. the listeners who don't know. Uh, John is it's like his specialty as far as tacos go, and I freaking love them. So I'm really excited that. We're going to make those with homemade corn tortillas, have a little chip and salsa. And I wanted, so this is going to sound like I just, Super Bowl for me usually is an excuse to just fucking eat a lot of shit. Like, you know, just like inhale fucking queso, drink a ton of beer. Like, that's why I love it, honestly. Um, I also love this year because the Chiefs are going back. Um, but yeah, uh, I also wanted to make seven layer bean dip, which I'm a huge fan of. <laughs> but Tyson, we, uh, Jonas and I, when we moved into our first apartment in Austin, which was 2013, I made a giant nine by 13 fucking seven layer bean dip. A lot of layers, a lot. And we didn't have anything else. We just had bean dip. (laughs) And we ate the whole fucking thing. And both of us got so sick, like (laughs) disgustingly sick after it. And we haven't had it since. So part of me is like, maybe we bring it back, like a small one, like a four by four this year. (laughs) Like slowly start to incorporate it back into our Super Bowl diet. (laughs) A four by four. That is definitely like taking it to the, taking it to the, the most, you know, like, okay, we can, we can handle this. (laughs) (laughs) Like a brownie sized uh, seven layer dip. (laughs) (laughs) Savor the flavor. (laughs) Do you like Fritos? Yes. I love them. God. Okay. Okay. All right. So do you use Fritos when you eat the seven layer bean dip? Uh, hell no. We use tortilla chips. Okay. All right. Do you? I, uh, no, I, I don't actually. Like the big scoops? Yeah, I don't particularly care for freedom, but I had a roommate, uh, John, that used to just, you know, get that bean dip, you know, that you pull the oh, can. Oh, God, yeah. Off, I knew exactly what you're talking <laughs> just, about. Just eat it with his burritos. And I'd be like, oh. Fucking uh, Chrissy Tippy and I used to do that. We'd get high at her, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Parents' place, which was right, uh, you know, the museum at Old Fort Hayes, Tyson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Sternberg Museum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, well, no, at Old Fort Hayes, like that old museum, oh, like at the oh, actual right, right, yeah, yeah. Old Fort Hayes. At, at the fort. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So attached to that is uh, like an apartment unit with two bedrooms, two bath, and that's where Chrissy lived during high school and college. And uh, yeah, we'd get high and then we'd eat fucking Fritos and bean dip. <laughs> it's fucking great. And stare at the stars, just lay in the grass and be like, oh. Taunt the buffaloes. Yeah. Uh, and the goats yeah. of Old Fort. <laughs> Blue White Lady. What's up? <laughs> That's fascinating. Uh, you know, like, uh, 
I always found that place kind of a little creepy, you know, like the whole the whole place. Um, but oh, it's uh, so creepy. Yeah, I don't think I'd like to get high there. I'd be like, oh, Jeremiah's banging at the door. I'm like, oh no, oh. <laughs> I think the creepiest thing at, at that so old Fort Hayes is in Hayes, Kansas, and it's it's a good time. People who are listening who haven't been, go check it out sometime. You Wear should. A mask. You should. Everyone should go. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> But the soldiers' quarters with the uh, jail cells yeah. in the back and the creepy mannequins that they put in—that's the worst part for me. Nope. No, no, thank is, you. Yeah, that's like uh, who dusts these things? That must be the worst job in the world. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine, like, especially no. if like that gate just like swings closed and you're like, "Oh fuck!" And I have no cell reception. <laughs> yeah. It's still worth checking out, though. Don't spend the night there. Um, unless you're high and eating burritos, which I think is fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's I didn't know she lived there. That's fascinating. Uh, <laughs> it's part uh, of uh, the lovely weirdness that is Chrissy TV. Yeah, well, I know. <laughs> All right. Do you have any plugs? Do you have- uh, I do, but you should go first. Okay. Well, I- I'm sorry to, to abruptly halt this, but I have to pee like uh like uh, someone. Anyway, uh like a racehorse? I don't know. Like I said the other yeah, day and I was like Yeah, but I mean I've never worked as hard as a racehorse, so I have no idea. Uh but anyway, the uh not even close. Um so my plugs for this week are um as follows. Oh god. I don't have any. I'm sorry. Ah, shit. Really? Well, yeah, I mean, um, you know, I think I've plugged everything that we're continuing to watch. Um, All right, I mean, that's fair. You know, I I think, uh, um, oh, man, I felt terrible. But, yeah, I don't really have anything to plug. Um, although I would recommend watching the Super Bowl because I want the Chiefs to be, to be Brady. So that's not much of a plug, but, yeah. I would, I would, I would definitely do that. Oh, I will. Oh, okay. Here's one plug. Um, I have weirdly been watching HGTV and DIY network a lot lately. And I, really? not, yeah, I'm not proud of it, but I've got it in my head that we're going to get a house at some point in the future. And, um, and now I'm watching all these people fix up houses and shit. And the more that I watch it, the more I'm like, uh, I'm less excited about buying a house. Because so, it looks like a lot of work. Just hire but, somebody to do it. I know, but I mean, you know, we write to one of those bullshit shows and like make up a sob story. <laughs> That's true. It's like, oh, we're so sad. And, and <laughs> one time our house caught on fire, and then one time my car wouldn't yes. start. My car wouldn't yes. start one time, and one time they delivered my mail to the wrong house. And if you would just you know give me a house and fix it up, I appreciate it. Um, I'll start working on my pitch. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like you already have it. Oh, I think I, you're right. What, what am I putting extra time into this for? What the fuck? Oh, God I'm, no. Three right minutes now, time. Right now. Jesus. <laughs> I am unbelievable. Three. Three and one. Okay. That's, that's my dumb plug. What are you up to? Uh, I would like to plug uh, some TV and movies. Okay. Good kids out there. Um, one of my favorites died, uh, this past week, Cloris Leachman, 
RIP. Oh, yeah. Homegirl. Yeah. 94 years old. That's incredible. But uh, she still was working. in the Mary Tyler. Yeah, like just fucking. She worked all of her life, like literally all of her life. Um, but yeah, I would highly recommend watching Mary Tyler Moore show. Um, but also as far as television goes, Raising Hope. Oh, yeah. Uh, her character yeah, yeah. mama on that was fantastic, is fantastic. And uh, movies, High Anxiety and Young Frankenstein. Oh, great. Movie. Lots of yeah. plugs. Yeah. So get I, would, on it. I would I would say that um, if you're doing the Cloris Leachman, if you're going down that that that, uh, you know, that path, definitely check out the episodes that she was on Malcolm in the Middle because she was. Oh, yeah. Yep. She was very good. Cool. Calls, yeah. Um, yeah, that was a bummer. But you know, like she discovered, she was basically like the, she was basically like, she was basically like the not sweet Betty White of her generation. Oh, she yeah. was, and I loved how she constantly ragged on Betty White. Like, right, there's right. so many quotes of her saying like, "I I think Betty White's overrated. Can't stand her." <laughs> <laughs> That's that's just the best. That's the best. She's my Betty White. So. <laughs> well, well, at least we still have Betty White for a little while longer. That's true. And on that note, please don't kill Betty White. Um, <laughs> please, 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 guys. Don't. All right. January was rough. It was a little rough. It was a little rough, but, you know, now it's February and, you know, things are going to be just as weird. So let's have some fun with it. Right, everybody? <laughs> Hey, do, yeah. it, do it. <laughs> think the drinks are flowing. Oh, I think uh, we should actually thank uh, Anna for uh, pointing out that the that Dick and the Mashed Potatoes thing was actually from. Oh, yeah, uh, was actually from uh, Beastie Boys song from uh, what was it? Ill communication, I think. So yeah, I think so. So yeah. Yeah, way to go, Tyson. Yeah, totally I forgot about that. Yeah, well, you know. And way to go, Anna. Yeah. One of our dedicated listeners. One of our dedicated listeners. <laughs> Winner of the Nick Cage challenge. That's right. <laughs> also, fun fact about Anna. I've known Anna since she was five years old. And Anna, my brother, and I used to have radio shows that we would record on tapes. Nice. Uh, via our karaoke machine. Very so, nice. There you have it. Yeah. Oh, it's full circle. It really is. It really is. <laughs> All right, Tyson. Always a pleasure. Uh, talk to you next week. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys. Check it out. Here we go. Okay. I was putting a little techno bait on it. Fuck it. Don't okay. do that to my music. That's what I want. I know you are. Then you and Victor were.